from IBM Cloud and Cognitive Software, you're listening to The Art of Automation with host Jerry Cuomo. Thank you, Ethan, and welcome to The Art of Automation, a podcast that explores the application of automation in the enterprise. What exactly is automation, you ask? Well, automation uses technology, like me, to automate tasks that once exclusively required humans. Hello, my name is Digital Jerry, or DJ for short. It is my pleasure to be the guest host of this episode of The Art of Automation. Our guest today is my digital twin, Jerry Cuomo, the human and the founder and host of this podcast. While Jerry is a jack of many trades, today, we will have a discussion on one of his favorite topics, blockchain, and explore the relationship between blockchain and AI-powered automation. Jerry is the co-author of the book, Blockchain for Business, that illustrates how blockchain technology is reimagining many of the world's most fundamental businesses. Jerry is a blockchain expert, and in March 2016 and 2018, Jerry was called upon by the United States government as an expert witness to testify to the U.S. Commerce Committee on Digital Currency and Blockchain. During his 2016 testimony, Cuomo urged the Obama administration to adopt blockchain as a primary means to protect citizen identity and to enhance national security. His testimony can be seen on YouTube. So, once again, it is my pleasure to have Jerry Cuomo as my guest. Why, thanks, DJ. It's good to be back. Let's jump right in. Jerry, when most people think about blockchain, they think about Bitcoin. Before we jump into the automation topic, can you talk to us a little about the relationship between blockchain and Bitcoin? Right. Most people who've heard of blockchain associated with the cryptocurrency Bitcoin. And while they're related, it's important to understand that they're not the same. You see, the potential uses for blockchain are far broader than just cryptocurrency. And DJ, as I'd like to say, that if there are 1,000 use cases for blockchain, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is just one. And while I'm not personally opposed to crypto, I am much more interested in the other 999 use cases for blockchain. And these use cases are almost all related to how blockchain can be used as a trusted network to handle interactions between known parties. So it's my strong feeling that the benefits of blockchain are realized in the broadest use across the broadest set of industries. In fact, we've engaged in hundreds of blockchain projects across supply chain, government, healthcare, transportation, insurance, chemicals, petroleum, and more. I think you are implying that there is no single blockchain to roll them all. But I often hear you talk about enterprise blockchain. Can you explain what makes enterprise blockchain special? Okay. Let's start by building on a simple definition of blockchain, which most people would agree is it's a shared, decentralized, cryptographically secured, immutable digital ledger. Okay, that's a mouthful, but I think we agree on that. Now, enterprise blockchain enriches this definition with a few key attributes. The first attribute is accountability, meaning that network members are known. So they're identified by cryptographic membership keys, which assign access permission by business role. The next is privacy. So while members are known to the network, transactions are only shared with those that have a need to know. The next attribute for enterprise blockchain is scalability. And this means supporting an immense volume of transactions. And this is critical to the enterprise scenarios that I alluded to before. And we've demonstrated tens of thousands of transactions per second with enterprise blockchain versus the tens of transactions with Bitcoin, right? So there's a difference there. Next is security. Enterprise blockchains need to be fault tolerant. And with fault tolerant consensus algorithms, the network continues to operate, even in the presence of bad or careless actors. Makes sense. Now, enterprise blockchains are often stereotyped as private networks, 
which I feel is an incorrect characterization. Access to an enterprise blockchain is set up by a set of governors who set policies for how new members participate in the network, right? So it's not willy-nilly. It's almost like a health club where you check in, you agree to the rules, you get a membership card, and you're in. The visibility, whether it's public or private, really depends on how it's governed. So it's true that enterprise blockchains are permissioned, but not necessarily private. Oh, and there's a fifth point that needs to be added to this definition, which is finality. A transaction must finish in near real time. And once it's final, it needs to stay final. So blockchain technologies have this notion of forking the ledger, which means that the ledger diverges into alternative chains. And this would not fly in many enterprise scenarios. Okay, I think I'm following. But to make this crystal clear, can you give a quick example of an enterprise blockchain being used for something other than cryptocurrency? Okay, let's consider this as an example. Recently, you may have heard the U.S. Food and Drug Administration added food labeling regulations involving a requirement to notify the public of sugar added to food. So how would a company, say a protein bar company, know for sure that the ingredients that they are using contain sugar or not? And more importantly, how can they prove it if they're challenged? So operating, you can imagine, on a trusted food blockchain where ingredient suppliers record food information to a blockchain, the protein bar company could easily show the provenance of each ingredient from farm to wrapper to convenience store. All right, so this would certainly save time and money. But there's more. So think about this. The same blockchain can now be used to save lives and allow the participating companies to track back bad ingredients that may be causing, let's say, foodborne illnesses. And given the food industry has so many regulations to follow, and don't get me wrong, much of these are to protect our own safety and well-being, you can imagine how an enterprise blockchain is essential to making this scenario so. So specifically, remember I said accountability, proving that your institution is who you say you are to the FDA and other companies. So the other key element is privacy. This means perhaps that you don't want your competitors to know who you're buying your sugar from and at what price. Scalability, there are lots and lots of food records. Security, so this means that there must be trust of all information and the information access must be resilient. Oh, and folks, this is real. IBM has been doing this now for years using enterprise blockchain for food and drug safety, including creating a digital health pass for COVID vaccine proofs. That makes sense. Now let's loop an automation. What is the relationship between blockchain and automation? Yeah, yeah, sure thing. DJ, this is why we're here to talk about the relationship between blockchain and automation. So it starts like this. Today's enterprise automation technology, it works perfectly provided that the processes that are being automated are confined to the four walls of your enterprise. You see, it's difficult to automate tasks that span companies. So often automation stops at your firewall. Now, multi-party or multi-organizational processes, they do exist, like supply chains. That's the best example of these sorts of processes in action. Take an example of a process uh, around supply chain involving three organizations. So you might have a supplier, a buyer, and a fulfiller. Now, if a multi-part transaction works without exception, life is good. But if an exception occurs, let's say the buyer claims that the goods ordered from the supplier never arrived... This sort of exception brings complications and usually requires a great deal of manual reconciliation. 
And when I say manual, think humans in the loop, humans getting involved. The difficulty in resolving the exception is due to the fact that each organization has their own system of record. So the reconciliation involves finding the deviations across the systems to arrive at one agreed-on trusted system of truth. Even with a trusted system of truth, there are strict rules about how data can be shared across your business network. And this is especially true for personal identity information of your customers. You can't just willy-nilly share that. So it's important reasons like this that are preventing the sharing of data across organizational boundaries. And of course, this complex reconciliation comes at great cost in money and also cost in time. I think I see where you are going here. This is where blockchain fits in, right? Yes, DJ, you can read me like a book. Yes, I'm talking about blockchain for sure, and specifically blockchain as the foundation for multi-organization automation. You see, blockchain can help form a single trusted system of truth. And this system of truth embodied in a shared ledger is the centerpiece of multi-org automation. And with this, we can greatly expand the scope of an automation to work across your entire business network, your partners, buyers, suppliers, auditors, etc. With blockchain, you can build a foundation of trust. And I'm not just talking about reputational trust. I'm talking about also adding algorithmic trust to the equation. Based on advanced cryptography that ensures that while you are sharing data, that you only have the keys to decrypt the data that you have permission to see, no more, no less. This allows a new foundation of trust to be established across your business network. So this is the breakthrough. Blockchain used as a tool for multi-org automation. Cool. Now, the key here is this notion of smart contracts, also known as autonomous contracts. A smart contract is a multi-org automation that is triggered without human intervention. When the proper conditions are met, the contract is executed. It's automatic. It's electronic. It involves consent from all parties involved. Now, once this consent is achieved, the transaction results are recorded in a shared ledger and are immutable, forming a tamper-resistant audit log that, when used, can radically improve this reconciliation process. So, in that buyer-supplier-fulfiller example, if the buyer filed an exception, the audit log on a blockchain could be used as the system of truth for all players involved. And then it can be used to pinpoint where the first deviation occurred. And that's going to not eliminate the dispute, but it's going to greatly shorten the reconciliation process. In fact, DJ, we've seen examples of exception handling being reduced from 40 days to less than nine days. And that's a big deal. Nice. Nice. Blockchain has not typically been used in the same sentence as automation, but that's changing for all the reasons I've just mentioned. And if I can be so bold to bring up one more related point. Sure, go ahead. You are on a roll. Yeah. So AI-powered automation would also greatly benefit from such multi-org capabilities. You see, algorithmic, crypto-secured, audit-ready, all of these things matter to AI. So specifically, look at machine learning and how it's brought to life with the training data. So we have an obligation to show the lineage of where this all came from, and blockchain could help with that. Who created and updated these machine learning models? Where did the training data come from? Which company provided it or companies? So as we move to a world where AI bots are used liberally, trust and explainability are paramount. Applying blockchain as a trust service under AI-powered automation is a thought that is also part of this multi-org automation trend. 
It's quite interesting to see the art of the possible of blockchain, AI, and automation all coming together. Can you give us an example of these technologies coming together to do something that would be difficult to do before? Sure. This is one of my favorite examples, and it's somewhat construed to make a point, so bear with me. So let's say you pick your doctor because your doctor has a thing for technology just like you do. And your doctor does not disappoint, so she has a new AI doctor assistant. Right, so this is a bot that is an expert trained, having ingested millions of medical periodicals to date. And it would be humanly impossible for your doctor to keep up with all the latest medical breakthroughs given her busy schedule. So let's say during my last checkup, I complained about some back pain. And the doctor, with advice from this AI doc, prescribes me Big Pharma's back pain relief capsules. And the AI doc also notes that my blood pressure has been trending slightly higher over the past year and also advises my doctor to prescribe me Big Pharma's hypertension pills. All right, at this point, I'm starting to wonder who provided the training data for the neural network that trained the AI doc? Could it have been Big Pharma? Well, if they were the sole providers of that training data, I would be skeptical about the objectivity of the AI doc. How can you? Why should you trust data from this or any other AI bot without knowing the providence, the authenticity of that training data? Again, it goes back to that food labeled example. You need to know the provenance of these things and AI is no different. So blockchain and AI are on just about every CIO's watch list of game-changing technologies that stand to reshape industries. And both these technologies come with immense benefits, but both also bring their own challenges for adoption. Yes, that's true. Think about it, DJ. Today, AI, for all intents and purposes, is a centralized process managed and owned by a single company. An end user must have extreme faith in that central authority to produce a trusted business outcome. So by decentralizing with blockchain, three key elements of AI, that is data, models, and analytics, blockchain can deliver the trust and confidence often needed for end users like us to fully adopt and rely on AI-based business processes. And I've added a link to the description section of this podcast that explains these concepts a little further. Last question, where does one actually get a blockchain? Okay, where does one get a blockchain? Well, enterprise blockchain technology comes in several forms. You can create a network yourself using technology from the Linux Foundation, and in particular, the Hyperledger project. And my favorite of these technologies is Hyperledger Fabric. In fact, IBM helped co-create Fabric and have used it in many of our customer engagements. We even have an easy-to-use as-a-service offering called IBM Blockchain that is powered by Fabric, and it's really quick and easy to build your own network there. But DJ, today there are also other choices. You can join public permissioned networks that are already up and running and use them to build your application. Networks like Hedera, which is well-governed and ready to run. And also these days, crypto networks like Ethereum are also being used for enterprise applications. And Check out the Baseline project to learn more about that. So Fabric, if you want to do it yourself network, Hedera as an emerging public network for enterprise use, and also the Baseline protocol from the Consensus Group. All viable options to get started with blockchain today. Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to The Art of Automation with IBM Fellow and CTO, Jerry Cuomo. 
Jerry just shared how blockchain can help extend automation of business processes beyond the four walls of your enterprise, and that blockchain is the key ingredient to multi-org automation, using blockchain's autonomous smart contracts, shared ledgers, and algorithmic trust anchored in cryptography. And the example of dispute resolution across companies being reduced from 40 days down to 9 days really got my attention. I also enjoyed the story of how blockchain can also bring trust and confidence to the AI that is powering your bots and predictive models. Well, that's it. And once again, I'd like to thank the human, Jerry Cuomo. Thanks again, DJ, for having me. It's always a pleasure. And I'd also want to sincerely thank you all for listening in. This is DJ signing off. We'll talk to you again on an upcoming episode.